Proverbs that says, words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. You choose. You know, words can build up. Words can break down. They can start a fire in your heart. Or they can put a fire out. Words are powerful. Words matter. Christ followers. Your, your words speak volumes. And we're in this series, uh, Distance. And uh, our, our words can create distance. Or our words can close the distance. You know, the words that, that flow from your lips or from your fingertips, they matter. They matter. They either point people to God or they push people away from God. And, and I hope today we'll get serious about weighing our words. Weighing our words. Let, let my words be life. Let my words be truth. I don't want to say a word unless it points back to you. Now, do, you, do your words point people to God? Or do your words push people away? That's the question. And I'm going to forewarn you up front before we start that I'm going to talk about some things and you're not going to like what I talk about. The fact is you won't want to hear what I have to say. You'll be tempted to distance yourself. And I would just challenge you today to listen carefully, to consider what we're going to talk about, that you would allow the, the Holy Spirit, sense of Holy Spirit, kind of drawn you to God and start pursuing a, a higher call, a higher call. So here we go. Christ followers, your words, your words create distance when your talk and your actions don't match up. And I, I would have you think about the fact that the world is always watching there, there is something terribly wrong when we say one thing with our words and we live a life that's very different and it doesn't sync up. They don't match. You know, when, you, when our, we talk the talk, but we don't walk the walk, I believe it creates distance. Now, have you ever met someone, no pointing today, but have you ever met someone who says, oh, I love the church. I, I love God. I love Jesus. You know, God's the most important thing in my life. And their life says something very, very different. You know, when you take a close look, when you do some examining, you look at how they spend their time, their energies, their resources. You, you look at the priorities that they have. And you realize God's not one of them. I mean, how can there be so much distance between what one professes and how someone lives? I mean, how can there be so much uh, discrepancy, so to speak? See, I believe that it, the real issue is a lack of love and a lack of devotion. Because love compels us. It determines our actions, doesn't it? The things that we do, we do, why? 
Because of love many times. I, I was thinking about when uh, Cindy and I first met, when uh, she fell in love with me, started chasing me, that kind of thing. Uh, it's, my, it's my story. But I, I remember when I first fell in love with her. And we, we just loved to spend time. We still do, but we spend every minute we could with each other. So we would spend all day long together. And this is for cell phones. So I would get in my car. I would head home. And as soon as I got home, I would call to let her know that I had arrived at home. And then we'd talk for hours more on the phone. I would think of excuses to go see her. I, you know, it's the middle of the summer, and I'm down in my basement, and I see two snow shovels. And I'm like, I bet Cindy doesn't have a snow shovel. I better get this over to her house. And I would make an 80-mile round trip just to take her the snow shovel so I could spend a few more minutes with her. True story. You know, I wanted her to know that I loved her. It took energy. It took time. It, 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 it came with cost. Love, love determines your actions. Love becomes evident in, in how you live your life. You know, what you do, you know, what you talk about, what, how you spend your time and your energies, you know, what, what you do with your resources. I believe when it comes to love, love infiltrates everything in your life. Christ followers. You, you say, I love God. Those are the words that you say. But if you were to be put on trial today for being a Christ follower, I mean, would there be enough evidence to convict you? Would there be enough evidence? Would there be any evidence? You know, James, he asks a very critical question. James 2, verse 14, he says, Dear friends, do you think you get anywhere if this is in this, if you learn all the right words, but never do anything. Does merely talking about faith indicate that a person really has it? And if you read a few verses later, uh, he uh, delivers kind of a rhetorical question. And he doesn't mince words here. He says, isn't it obvious that God talk without God acts is what? Outrageous nonsense. You might know that verse is faith without works is dead. You know, when, when your words and your deeds don't sync up, it creates distance. You know, the, the world will, will take and they will discount your witness. And in fact, there will be some in the world that when they look, they see the Christian faith is nonsense because of that. How tragic. You know, words are important. Yes, we need to profess our faith. Yes, we need to share our faith. We need to tell people that Jesus Christ saved us, that we love God. You know, but it, there needs to be more than just saying it. We need to live it. It should impact the decisions we make in life. You know, when there's distance between your words in your deeds, I will tell you the world easily spots that stuff. And in return, unfortunately, for some, they will distance themselves from God because of that. That's how important it is. Here's the second thing. 
your words create distance when your words are more about judging than loving. In fact, I believe this has done more damage to the Christian faith than just about anything else. The fact is it breaks God's heart and it should break our hearts. You know, again, something terribly wrong. When, when something goes south in someone's life, you know, maybe in their marriage, maybe it's falling apart, maybe their family, there's, they've got trouble and, and stresses, what have you. Maybe sin has taken hold. But they're spinning out. And in, instead of helping, some Christ followers start talking, you know, gossiping, pointing, passing judgment. Ugh, isn't that awful? You, you know what I heard. <laughs> Finally, they're getting what they deserve. And instead of our words being encouraging, instead of our words pointing people to Jesus Christ, the words are judging. They're, they're condemning. You know, some, some start practicing law without a license. You know, we, we appoint ourselves the, the moral judge of people's hearts and lives. And I can tell you, absolutely, that goes against everything, everything that Jesus Christ is about, period. What if, what if, instead of passing sentence on someone, instead of our first response being to, to talk, what if our first response to broken lives was, I'm going to help? You know, what if uh, our, our words were encouraging, were to give hope to people, to, to point people to, to Jesus Christ? You know, what, what if we were to do that? What if? What if instead of saying, oh, that's awful, can you believe that's wrong? What if it's, I've got to help? I've got to reach out. I've got to point them to Jesus Christ. I've got to get them to come to church, you know, where they can find support, where they can find comfort, where they can find direction, where they can come to know the great physician and find healing in their life, where they can experience the abundant life that Jesus Christ offers. I mean, what if instead of having words of judgment, you know, what if instead of misquoting Scripture, or misusing, maybe I should say, and condemning. What if we were to use God's word to show people the way, to show them a new life, to show them new hope in their lives? You know, Paul writes this, he says, as God's chosen ones, holy, beloved, clothe yourself. With judge, not with judgment. It doesn't say that. Clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience. Bear with one another. And if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other. Just as the Lord's forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Above all, above everything, this is the most important thing. Clothe yourself with love, which binds everything together. In perfect harmony. Is there something I've figured out in life? And that is, when I love somebody, where they are, how they are, when I start there and I love them, it marks them. 
it closes the distance between me. And it allows my words to touch their heart. It allows me to have influence in their lives for Jesus Christ. You know, people are drawn to people who show grace, who show love, who are encouraging, who, who build up. And there comes a point in that relationship where you can talk about the painful stuff. You can talk about the struggles. You, you can be honest with them when love is central. Do you hear that? When love is central. When you have that kind of relationship. And so Christ followers, I would ask you, do your words, do they create distance? Or does it close the distance? Here's another one. Our words, the words that, that you use in, in your vocabulary, there's one especially that creates a lot of distance. It creates a lot of distance between you and God and you and other people. That word, it's a little bitty word, does a lot of damage. Me. 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 You know, our, our culture, almost everything is filtered through me. You know, that meistic mentality. You know, what's in it for me? That doesn't work for me. Me, 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 me. Friends, society will erode when life's all about me. I'll say what I want. I'll take what I want. I'll do what I want because it works for me. You know, without any concern about you or anyone else. It's just a little word. But friends, what breaks my heart is it's not just the world that's me-oriented. I mean, the, the Christian faith has been infiltrated by that same mentality. You know, let's be clear the, the faith, the church, is not about you. And it's not about me. It's about God. It's about worshiping God. It's about what God can do in and through our lives. It's about God's agenda for our lives. It's about reaching people for Jesus Christ. You know, if you're a seeker here today, you haven't given your life to Jesus Christ, you haven't made him Lord and Savior, you can ask the me question. Keep asking it. It's okay. That's where we start. That's where we start. But again, there's something wrong when Christ followers reduce the faith to me. You know, my whims, my, my preferences, you know, my needs, you know, my comfort. Oh, I, I like that verse. I love that verse. Yeah, that passage doesn't work for me. What's up with that? It, me, it's a, it's a tiny, tiny word. But it's destructive. It's destructive to the faith. It's destructive to our culture. Why? Well, well me pursues self-interest. Me will corrode your heart and destroy it. 
See, faith, it's about being part of the body of Jesus Christ, the church. You know, it's about giving of yourself. It's about learning to allow God to do in and through you whatever God wants. And which means I got to change my vocabulary. I got to change my priorities, my values, my pursuits. I got to change how I look at everything in life. And just a reminder, you know, Faith Fellowship, we exist for two reasons and two reasons only. To reach people that don't know Jesus Christ and to grow in our faith. Why do we grow in our faith? So we can better and more efficiently and effectively reach people for Jesus Christ. And around and around we go. You know, Paul, Paul writes, he says, now here's what I'm trying to say. All of you together are the one body of Christ. And each one of you is a separate and necessary part of it. Friends, you are the church. You are part of the body. You are gifted by God to, to perform in a particular area. You're called by God to, to do things, to, to make the church stronger, more effective. We all have different roles, but we're all part of it. And when Christ followers start living beyond themselves, when they start loving and caring, they become other-centered in their lives. People are encouraged. People can get excited about the faith. They're drawn toward God. We are the church. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about God and Jesus Christ. Not only do our words create distance, the words that we say, but the words that flow from our fingertips create distance in life. You know, the words we uh, text, post, write, forward, make no mistake about it, friends. Those words matter. Those words are powerful. Those words echo, they reverberate all the time. They, they are on full display many times for the entire world to see. And these words, don't forget this. When people read those words, they many times lack relational connection or even proper context. And so those words become very dangerous, very destructive. You know, Paul is writing to Timothy, and he says, they're conceited and understand nothing. They have an unhealthy interest in controversy, quarrels about words that result in envy, strife, malice, talk, evil suspicions, constant friction. The Apostle Paul, he wrote those words, he was writing about false teachers there. But I think there's a broader context with that that we can pull from. You know, I think about social media. 
Christ followers, be very, very careful. Because there are people who post, write, forward stuff, very little understanding. Love stirring stuff up. Love creating a, a ruckus, quarrel. Love chaos, actually. Creating friction, suspicion. Throw a little shade out there. Be careful. We are to point people to Jesus Christ. But, but you can distance people from Christ because of stuff that, that we let go. Sometimes unintentionally. And sometimes I think intentionally. You know, if someone posts something, even if they're a friend, I've said this before. So someone posts something, they're a good friend of yours, and, and you go, whoa, that's not very positive. That's off the chain. They post something that goes against your values, what you believe. Do not hit the like button, please. Don't hit the heart button. But they're my friend. Really? Friends, I, I know as I say that, some of you are going, it's just an emoji. Oh, is it? Is it? It's a statement, my friends. And it causes destruction. My best advice, you know, because I know some of you are going, well, I just take them on. No, 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 no. Best advice, someone that's a friend, that you have a relationship that, that allows you to speak into their life, knows how I said that, that really means, hey, I can actually say something and have a conversation, take it offline, preferably face-to-face, and have a personal discussion because you love that. You know, sometimes I, I see things people post, or you know, someone will like something, or uh, I'll get a forward, you know, from somebody. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, sometimes I'm just disappointed. Just flat out disappointed. And then other times, it breaks my heart. Because I realize the damage that it does. The damage it does to the faith. I realize how toxic it is. I realize it destroys their, their credibility. Realize that it reduces their effectiveness to, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and the good news. And I realize that whatever is said, that there are people that will distance themselves from God because of it. It's just not God honoring. It just isn't. Christ fathers. You are a representative of Jesus Christ. You are an ambassador of heaven. You know, you're, you're, they are not just words. There's so much more. And, and the fact is, we are not of this world. We are not to function like the world. We're not to look anything like the world. You know, we are called to a higher calling. And we have to get this right. We have to get this right. 
you know, the fact is, if, if we leave people reeling and wondering, it hurts the faith and it hurts the heart of God. You know, James, James writes, he says, anyone then who knows the right thing to do and fails to do it commits sin. That one just kind of hangs, doesn't it? See, your, your words can ignite, can ignite a heart, draw a heart toward God. Or your words can destroy. Your words can create distance or close the distance. The choice is yours. Another song that uh, the worship team played right before the message. I, listen, I, I have this habit, I, I, uh, whatever the song is, I, I listen to it over and over. Like I may listen to it a hundred times through the week to kind of uh, say, okay, God, what can I pull from that just as I'm spending time in scripture trying to figure out where I'm going. And I, I was struck by the, the song, uh, Hawk Nelson uh, words because when I first listened to it, it's like, oh, that's kind of a cool song. I like those words. And, and then I don't know when, but there was some point where I realized it's really a prayer. It's really a prayer. It's a, a desire. As I, those words started flowing from my lips, I thought, that's what I want, you know. Let, let my words be life. Let my words be true. Everything I say, let it be true. I don't want to say a word. I really don't. Unless it points back to you, God. And so today, we're going to have prayer. Uh, worship team's going to come back up and, and play words again. I challenge you to... Just let those words sink in. If you want, you can sing the words. But to go out of here and say, okay, God, let my words be life. Let them be true this week. But if they're not, I'm not going there. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to write it. I'm not going to post it. I just want to bring honor to you. Let's bow in a word of prayer. Our holy God, God, we uh, praise you. And God, may our words bring life. May they point to life. And everything that we say, God, may it point people to you. God, forgive us when our tongue gets in the way. Forgive us when we say things, post things, forward things, whatever, Lord. And may everything we do bring honor to you, point people to you. God, help us this week. May your Holy Spirit be right alongside us, whispering, don't say that. Don't do that. May we bring honor to you with all we say and do. God's people said,
Let's worship.